Hello, heads. Welcome back to DNC in 23. My name is Alex, and I am going to be your host for today's episode, talking all things July 1st, 2023, at Folsom Field in Boulder, Colorado. Wow, man, I'm actually recording this during the set break because I was so blown away by what I just heard that I wanted to get on the mic while I'm while it's all fresh in my head and while I'm still so excited about set two. So tonight's show uh, was the first of three nights at Folsom Field in Boulder, Colorado. This was Dead & Co.'s 11th time playing this venue. That is now tied for their most frequented venue. By the end of this weekend, by the end of tomorrow night, it will be their most played venue of of their now eight-year run as a band. This is their first time here since June 18th of last year. Colorado was the, I believe, second state on their 2022 tour. I think that they started in LA and then went to San Francisco and then out to Boulder for a weekend of shows. It has always been two-night runs at Folsom Field and now this year three nights, which is great. Uh, the band's last time out was Tuesday night at Deer Creek, where they treated us to an amazing show. Dave was very high on it, and um, I hope you listened to the episode that he put out on Wednesday, talking all about that show. For tonight's show, we poked around and learned from some of our boots on the ground that there was a big ol' swap meet at Upslope Brewing, where a lot of your favorite vendors from Shakedown Street were set up in and selling their wares with some some great drinks and some good company. Um, I got to get a little plug in for those of you who are in Boulder this weekend or, you know, staying in Denver or doing whatever. The Post Chicken and Beer, um, one of my favorite spots in the area. There's a location in Boulder and um, one of my one of my good friends from um, my childhood is the brewmaster there. So if you stop in and you see a guy named Nick who is um, making beers. Tell him that uh, Alex sent you. Um, anyways, uh, go try their towny easy drinking IPA while you are in uh, Colorado. You will not be disappointed. It's delicious. Equally delicious was this first set. My goodness. These guys are so hot. And it's crazy that they're so locked in, specifically John Mayer, because last night... He opened for Ed Sheeran at at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts, clear across the country. Apparently, Ed Sheeran's opener backed out and Mayer subbed in. Um, so he has been crisscrossing the country. He went from um, Fenway in Boston to Indiana and then back to Massachusetts and now all the way out to Colorado. So... I mean, my God, I would have thought that he would be a bit jet-lagged, but I would have been so, so wrong. This set opened at 6.47 p.m. local time, of course. They opened with Let the Good Times Roll. So instantly, it was recognizable that Bob's voice has really benefited from the extra nights of rest between shows. He sounded and sounds so good. Voice sounds strong, and um, it was just a a nice way to open the show. It's been a, a little while since we've heard a good times roll. Um, I don't remember exactly when I think SPAC was the last time or maybe the first night at City Field. In any case, it was excellent. Then we got trucking. Th- these next three songs, it was, it. I mean, it was a great trucking and it was a really good smokestack lightning and it was a super hot deal. 
but it almost because of the smokestack lightning in the middle it almost felt like a medley to me in a way the trucking was great um if i had to guess i would say maybe 10 11 minutes long there's this really ethereal interesting jam that they played beforehand and i thought that they were going to play birdsong that's just what it sounded like to me and they haven't been playing trucking nearly this early in the sets i think the earliest they've played it thus far is as the penultimate song in set one but they've also played it a lot more frequently i think in set two throughout this tour and last year's tour um but it was just a a really nice version obviously a fan favorite everyone always loves to hear it Mayer had this cool bluesy riff that he was working on toward the back end of the song i wrote down on my notes sounds vaguely like spoonful i thought maybe they were going to do a tour bust out um because i don't even remember the last time they played that song but instead it was a different blues standard uh, smokestack lightning man this was super short like maybe three minutes long maybe a little bit more but really sweet um this song can i guess get a little bit repetitive if it plays for too long so m- maybe they just wanted to really get in and out and into an absolutely rocking version of deal this was also pretty short i would i have it written down as six minutes long maybe a hair longer but um, the transition from Smokestack was excellent. They fell right into it. And same goes for the transition between Truckin' and Smokestack. Um, and then they just tore this thing to shreds. I mean, pro- probably the fastest tempo they've played Deal at all summer long, I think, if you you know, if you know tried to analyze that. Um, and God, it paid off. It sounded so great. Kementi had an amazing organ solo in the middle of it and then Mayer had a, a great guitar solo at the end very definitive ending really great work on the drums to bring us home and let you know that you know even though they've played some longer versions this summer and last um the longest being like 19 minutes but also some a, a number of 13 11 10 minute long versions of deal uh they let you know no we're ending this thing right now so some real punctuation by the drummers They've sounded so great throughout this first set. Uh, They're really locked in. Mickey, when I first saw him on the video feed, I was like, man, this guy looks turnt right now. (laughs) It looks like he's enjoying um, everything that Colorado has to offer. Uh, Legally, many of those things in Colorado. Um, But God, the guy's not missing a beat. He sounds fantastic, as does Jay. uh, And and so does O'Teal, keeping that, that third leg of the the rhythmic bar stool standing up straight. Um, they all sound fantastic so far tonight. After deal, we got a nice tight, tidy me and my uncle. That was both of my songs that I called in estimated profits back to back. Feels great to get them both in the first set and be in there. So after me and my uncle, a great dear Mr. Fantasy into Hey Jude. I mean, the solo that bridges the gap between those two songs, Mayer has been just on it all summer long. You know, they only debuted that song last year, so it's not like they have a very long history with it, but I mean, they're making their own history with those two songs this summer. Uh, They've played so many great versions at this point. You can tell that they really love playing it. Mayer had some great guitar faces (laughs) during this song um, and during that solo that I just mentioned. You can tell he was really feeling it, and he did some cool, like, frontman guitar hero type shit where he would like you know hit a note and then just take his hands off the guitar and let it reverberate let it hit the crowd and the crowd was eating it up 
Uh, so that was just fantastic stuff. Um, and then a nice, um, a nice Hey Jude as well. A little outro or excuse me, a little outro for Hey Jude. And then they took it straight into Terrapin station. Um, Ooh, man, this transition was unreal. I'm not sure if, uh, they'll list it that way on the set list because I'm not sure that they would have planned to go fantasy into Jude into, Terrapin, but to my ear, it was a Gozinta. I mean, they didn't take a, a break and they just went straight into Terrapin and hearing the, that opening lick that is so definitively the lady in the fan, um, the lady in the fan theme. It was so satisfying. You love to hear a Terrapin in the first set and it makes your mind start to wander about if this is happening now, what are we in store for in the second set? Oh man, I don't know, but I'm really excited to hear. The crescendo and the conclusion of this song was so powerful. Just amazing, emphatic drumming. And um, the camera was on Mickey during the end. So you could really see him like, I mean, he was like jumping in his seat, almost hitting those last drum measures. So just a really great Terrapin. And then right into Don't Ease Me In. A nice Don't to close the first set um another really great transition and mayor did this thing where like they go into donnie's donnie's and he just like stretched out his arms off his guitar it was like i gotta maybe take a, a break stretch out a little bit after all the shredding i just did on terrapin my god what a first set i mean truly like these guys are playing with some urgency in this set only an hour and two minutes and they got through nine songs, if you count Hey Jude as a separate song from um, from Mr. Fantasy, uh, including a long trucking, a really good length uh, Mr. Fantasy, and a Terrapin that was almost 15 minutes long. These guys are playing with purpose tonight, and it sounds fantastic. So I cannot wait to hear what's coming in set two. I'm going to stop this recording now. I'm going to be back to talk with you about set two. to talk about set two from night one at Folsom Field in Boulder, Colorado. What you just heard was the intro, the opening of set two, Eyes of the World, courtesy of one of the many great tapers who is on tour with the band this summer. Go follow Rick. He is at dose underscore everybody on Twitter. Um, He's been making great tapes all tour and he had his Folsom night one tapes up last night. This guy is just, he's getting it out to the fans ASAP, which is really noble. So that was the beginning of set two. Let's let's talk about everything they played. They opened at 9.30 local time with Eyes of the World, and then into Shake Down. That must be 8.30 local time, I think. Anyway, um, I digress. 
Eyes of the World, and then they played Shakedown Street into St. Stephen into Cumberland Blues, Drums, Space, Milestones, which was handwritten on the set list. So um, that might have been a little surprise twist that they played Milestones. Uh, Then into Days Between, and then a little uh, Magnolia Begonia Festival at the end of of the show, Sugar Mag into Scarlet Begonias into Sunshine Daydream. And an encore of Going Down the Road Feeling Bad. Really great set, too. So let's get into it. Eyes of the World. Man, oh, man. I listened to this and then texted Dave and another of our friends, uh, Nick, who if you listen to the Atlanta show, you heard from. I texted them before it was even over a link to like the YouTube preview that Nugs does. And said, this is the best they've ever played, Eyes of the World. You guys need to listen to it. I stand by that assessment. This was a monster Eyes of the World. 19 minutes, 20 seconds on Rick's tape at least. We'll see what Nug says. But my God. I mean, you just heard in that little beginning clip that I played. Mayor was putting some little extra frills on it. And you could hear Jeff start to you know, play with some, some gusto, even just in that opening little segment. Um, John was soloing his ass off throughout this entire song. It's unreal. Jeff has a monster solo. It's like the first, what I thought was half of this song, but it really, it was probably more like the first third. It was just an absolute guitar hero fest for mayor. He was just shredding. And then the middle part, Jeff has this really long jazzy solo that was just fantastic and then O'Teal has a solo that was really good um, and Jeff what Jeff was doing backing um, O'Teal's solo was also great just um, really really playing with it and playing around it and also the uh, the halftime interview for Nugsnet was with Jay and I listened to part of it and um, it, it was really interesting one thing that he he kind of compared his way that he plays Grateful Dead music with hip hop, which I thought was fascinating. Um, I don't know. He's a great drummer though. And I'm glad that he's been here on this tour. Uh, so it was a great eyes of the world. I really, really loved it. And I encourage you all to go listen because it was really, really special. Jay was pushing that tempo. The band was vibing with it. Bob's rhythm was ever present. You could hear him all the time and he was just, he was ripping it too. And then whatever those like bongos or whatever drums Mickey was playing during this song just added like this airy, interesting vibe that really suits Eyes of the World well. I just, I can't say enough about how much I love this song. One other thing, Bob's vocal delivery in the beginning. You'll notice it is like notably relaxed. He sounds so comfortable and um, I've never heard him sing that song this way so just a really special eyes of the world and i hope that if you were there you enjoyed every minute of it all 19 of them i mean the rest of the second set was also excellent i just that was such a high point to me that it was hard for anything to top it dave texted me that he had some boots on the ground who told him that um the steven into cumberland blues was their high point of the set and i could totally see that too um saint steven they in the middle of it they slowed down the speeding arrow segment, like slowed it way down. And then they had a really great jam after that that went to really type two places that it was like you lost the St. Stephen for a little while and then they came back. 
Um, I just thought that it was fantastic. And then uh, Cumberland Blues, hot, hot and spicy um, after St. Stephen and Shakedown. So, I mean, that was also great. So if that was your high point too, if you agree with that, then that's also wonderful. Lots of high points abound. Uh, I thought that the Days Between was really nice. It always is. But for me, that's like one of my favorite Dead & Co. post-space songs. It's just so poignant and contemplative. Uh, I I really love it. And then a, a really fun Sugar Mag, Scarlet, and Sunshine Daydream closer. That all combined was probably like 15 minutes, and it was just it was really good. Uh, going down the road feeling bad. Nine minutes for the encore. I actually fell asleep before they played that, so I don't know how uh, how that went. But um, cool encore. I like it. Usually, you think about going down the road feeling bad um, with not fade away, but they have not been playing it that way um, this this tour in the summer. So cool encore. I will be really excited to hear what they have in store for us tonight. Night two in Boulder, Colorado. You know, never miss a Sunday show, right? Well, tonight is the third to last Sunday show of Dead & Co. So definitely make sure you don't miss this one. It's time to play everyone's favorite game, Estimated Profits. Last night, Dave and I went four for four. Extremely rare. I think that's the first time we've gone four for four. I had two in the first set. Dave had two in the second set. And we're hot. We are ready to go tonight, ready to keep it going Maybe eight for eight in Boulder after tonight? I don't know. I hope so. So uh, just as a reminder, Estimated Profits, every night Dave and I are picking two songs that we think the band is going to play, and we are encouraging you to do the same. Send us a note on Twitter at WorkingMansPod or Instagram at WorkingMans underscore pod. Send us an email, WorkingMansPod at gmail.com, or go find our Reddit thread and, um, and post there. Right now, the leader in the clubhouse has around close to 30 points. Um, so great job by by them throughout this this tour. Dave and I are closer to 20, <laughs> um, but we've still been having a lot of fun with it. So last night, um, I took me and my uncle and Deal, and Dave had Shakedown and Sugar Mag. Tonight, Dave had the first pick, and he's taking Samson and Delilah. He thinks that it's going to be a chalk Sunday night. Samson... I'm not sure I agree. I think that um, throughout the rest of this tour, I think that they have, well, I know that they have three opportunities to play Samson. I don't think that they're going to play it all three Sundays, but we will see if tonight is one of maybe the two where they do. So he took Samson and Delilah. I'm taking Brown-Eyed Women and the other one. Both songs that they played the first of two nights at Fenway. So really only a what's that three show layoff before they would be playing them now but i don't know i just feel like they're both due um i I was originally thinking like you know last night's main jam suite was saint stephen and cumberland blues so both songs that they introduced into the live repertoire in the 60s maybe tonight they'll do 70s and get um like a cat rider but they did that at Deer Creek. So I don't think that they're going to play that so soon. I think maybe tomorrow night that would be on the table, but I don't think tonight. Um, so yeah, I took Brown Eyed Women and the other one. Dave said with his second pick, he wants to get weird. So he's going with a saint of circumstance. So maybe a sailor saint um, tonight at Folsom Field. Well, hopefully again, Dave and I go four for four. And I hope that if you play along with us, you go two for two tonight. Um, so 
That is going to do it, though, for this episode. Man, what a show last night at Folsom Field. This band always comes out to play when they're in Colorado. Um, I'm going to post a link in the show notes to a really great article from the Aspen Daily News or something like that. Uh, Either way, the Aspen local paper, one of their columnists wrote a really, really nice piece about, um, I think that it was called One Last Saturday Night. Um, And it's about... uh, you know, his last Saturday night seeing the Grateful Dead or an associated act in Colorado and how special it's been to see them there over the years. Uh, the author's name is Low Semple, and it's just a great column. So um, I hope that you'll check that out uh, if you're interested in, in reading, you know, his, his thoughts. I think that they will really resonate with a lot of you and thinking about kind of how we feel about this coming to an end. So that's going to do it for me. Dave's going to be with you tomorrow to recap the second night at Folsom Field. And then I'll be back again on Tuesday, uh, the 4th of July, to do the same for the the final night in Boulder. Well, until then, folks, uh, be good and know our love will not fade away. Oh,